You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I mean, I'm aware that this person does exist, or at mm-hmm. least has existed, <laughs> because I kind of thought they were already... The passed away, uh, based on my Google searches of my own name. Passed away. Well, I kind of thought this person had gone away, or whether they were, you know, just some myth out there. But now I'm getting concrete proof that they existed, and I don't know what they did because this person is very concerned. Who wrote me about whatever happened on Caribou Island? What happened on Caribou Island? Okay, I'll explain it all. But someone is out there either using my name and getting away with something, or this other Greg. Is starting up problems for me. All right, I want to know. Now it's all... coming into my home yard. I have so many questions because I'm like, are you angry about this? Or are you jealous of the other Greg that he's doing things like going to Caribou Island? I don't know what they're up to. Okay. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. Quick note uh, a couple of things here at the top of the show. Number one, Go to FunEmploymentRadio.com, click on the Amazon link. If you're going to be doing any shopping via Amazon or its subsidiaries, just just make that one extra subsidiaries, click. Subsidiaries, Greg. Make that one. What, That's a $10 that, word. That was that real t- good. Subsidiary is a $10 yeah, word now? you did a real good job. I don't even know what $10 word means. Does that mean it's it's an, a, a rich man's word? Sure. $10 is rich to me. So mm-hmm. FunEmploymentRadio.com, spend your $10 by going there and clicking on the Amazon link or just give it to us. Um, another word of note, we've got a special guest who's going to be joining us here on the show in just a little bit, and that is our friend Helen from the Bridgetown Comedy Festival. Oh, Bridgetown season is quickly up. It is indeed the Portland staple, a wonderful, amazing comedy festival, and it's happening this year in June. And she's going to be talking about some really cool ways that you will, you could get to basically see shows for free and mm-hmm. volunteer and get to see all the behind the scenes of how Bridgetown Comedy Festival works. They're looking for volunteers to help put on this wonderful festival. So she's going to be talking about that here in just a little bit. And then on top of that, we may have something else here this show. Yeah, we may have uh, some sort of sounder that we're going to play. Yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. Some t- at some point during this show, we will play the Cornhole Sounder, which will announce the open registration for our Fun Employment Radio Brewers Cup Cornhole Tournament, which uh, which we're so excited about. We announced this yesterday, and we had it's going to be the Fun Employment Radio Brewers Cup. There's going to be four tournaments leading up to a grand finale in September. Mm-hmm. So one tournament a month. One tournament a month. And the first one is going to be on May 15th. We've got eight different breweries involved with this throughout the summer. They're going to be coming in talking to us about the beers. You're going to get to go on May 15th and join us in the Fun Employment Radio tournament. This one's going to be brought to you by Worthy Brewing. And Elysian Brewing. So awesome. So, so great. They are both fantastic. We've met with both of their reps, and we're going to be meeting with Brewmasters. It's going to be a really great time. Brewmasters is like the coolest title ever, by the way. Brewmaster. I am a brewmaster. I am a brewmaster. It sounds like something from... Um, He-Man? Yeah, He-Man. Yeah. yeah. Were you thinking He-Man? Yeah, it was what I was thinking of. That's yeah. so funny. Yeah. Yeah, that's the, that's the first thing that came in. I'm like... Hey. Watch out, Skeletor. I am brewmaster. <laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, Worthy Brewing and Elysian Brewing are the two fine co-sponsors of the first tournament on May 15th. So when we play the sounder, listen for that, and then we will give the secret URL where you can register for the tournament. But you're going to have to wait to hear the cornhole sounder. Wait for the sounder. Wait for the sounder. All right, I need to know all of the stuff that you were talking about at the beginning of the show. Okay, 
All right. So I genuinely do not have I have a little clue, but not much. So that's what you're talking about. Okay, let me get into this. So obviously if you listen to the show, you know my name is Greg Nibbler. That's that Hi, is Greg a, Nibbler, I'm Sarah Dolan. And Hi. forever it, being involved in radio and 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 anything else that I do creatively, people think um initially think that I made up my last name. That's like a, a stage name, which why would you ever choose Nibbler for a stage name? Why would name? you do that to yourself? Why would you do that? And it's yeah. N-I-B-L-E-R, one B, that's that's key, one B. Um, yeah, and it's it's, uh, it's not. It's my real last name. That is what it is. That's what I was born with. I come from the line of Nibblers. A long line of Nibblers. Long line of Nibblers. And, uh, you know, it's German, whatever. That's my name. And... There's not very many nibblers that are out there anyway here. There's there's a whole cl- bunch of them in Germany. Nibbler.com is a German website. I've tried to get it forever, but they, they don't slip up. They're, they're efficient Germans who always register their <laughs> URL. Uh, so so there's, there's not a ton of us. And I know, generally speaking, I'm probably related to most nibblers in the U.S., although not that I know of them all. And there's not very many of us by the name of Greg. So I've looked up my name before, obviously, you know, clearly, and I know of, of the existence of there was one other a Gregory Nibbler. Well, you're a Gregory Nibbler. Well, yes, I am a Gregory Nibbler. Technically. Yes, my yeah. full name is Gregory, but this is somebody I think that went by Gregory. My full Gregory. name is Gregory. And I, be- I was under the impression that this person passed away some time ago, that it was an older person. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't know. I've never met them. I'm not directly related to them. Any any kind of close family lineage, obviously, so, somewhere down the line, you know, a grandpa's cousin or something like that. You know, some somewhere down the line, this person must have been related. But I've never met them, and and I'm pretty much the only one that I know of. Like that's the only other one I've ever been aware of. Wow. But here's what happened. Do you know what the other one looks like? No, not a clue. Wow. Not a clue what they look like. I don't know really much about them. I haven't looked into it that much. Can I ask you a stupid question? Sure. All right. So if somebody has the same last name as you, I mean, does that mean that you're automatically related? No. I mean, like, would you, but why would you guys both have the same last name? Well, yeah, but I mean, that's like saying all Johnsons are related. I mean, are are, are you related to Bob Dylan? Well, probably at some, you know, at some point down the line, but... Uh No, I don't know. I mean, I just think that, especially with like weirdly specific names like Nibbler, like it just seems like all of you guys yeah. would all be some weird happy family. Sure. Okay. It doesn't seem to be like a lot of like Nibbler clans. Well, no, like, it's German. See. It's German. I mean, is maybe it a popular a... German name? I don't think so. No, it's Bavarian. It's from Bavaria. I know saying. that. I like know this... that the Nibblers are from Regensburg, Bavaria, okay. which I've never been to, but yet I have a Bavarian <laughs> tattoo on my back. Uh, so, I mean, the, there's there's not that many. I mean. You can trace it back. Like, my family did some research on it. You can trace it back to the ones that came over from Germany. And probably were generally related. Like, there's a big Nibbler clan in... um, (laughs) There's a Nibbler population in the Midwest, in, like, Minnesota and Wisconsin. There's a group of them, and I don't know them. A group of wild Nibblers. I know most of the North... Like, the most of the Northwest Nibblers were from that one. The Northwest Nibblers. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. In Idaho and uh, and Eastern Washington. In Walla Walla, there's a Nibbler road. Oh, my which, gosh. If you're ever Walla, in Walla Walla, Walla, Walla and one of those signs happens to fall into your uh, vehicle and make its way back here to Portland, well, I'm, I'm not going to refuse it. So... You know, there's there's those groups, but then generally the Oregon ones. I I'm pretty closely related to all of those. Yeah, okay. that's that's where the next big See, population. I, is. I knew what I was talking about. Yeah, yeah. Did I tell you randomly, just uh, as a side note, that my parents are getting their DNA tested to find out exactly oh. like our lineage? So I'm going to know exactly. Are you nervous what I about am. that? A little bit. 
I mean, I don't, I don't know what you would be nervous about. I don't know. I mean, what if I thought of like Irish this whole time? Yeah. What if you're not Irish at all? Oh my god. No. I'm, what if it, I am? I am. I, I no. traced my ancestry back. I know where in Ireland. No, it's going to turn out that you're like Slovakian or something. That you're not Irish at all. There's no Irish. In you. Oh, what happens if that does happen? I don't know. That means there was a scandal somewhere along the lines in your family. Scandal. And somebody lied and said they were Irish, but they weren't Irish. They changed their name. I mean, you never know. You never know. I know. Well, um, my parents, last time I visited, my mom's just like, yeah, your father wants to do the DNA thing. So they ended up, they submitted it and they're going to get it back sometime soon. So oh, I'll let you know. Oh, boy. I'll let you know where my clan of Dylans the is from. The big Dylan scandal. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. Okay, well, anyway, we'll, we'll find out what right, goes on Back to on the there. clan of nibblers. Uh, yeah, anyway, there's all these nibblers. So here's this email. So I got this email from a, a random person, and the subject is Alaska. And here's you what You like it's, Alaska. I do like Alaska. This is true. Um, yeah, I like, I like visiting Alaska. But here's the, what they wrote. This is a long shot, but I am looking for Gregory Nibbler, who lived in Alaska and owned property on Caribou Island. If you are this person... Call here. I have questions for you. <gasps> what did they find on Caribou Island? That's what, what I want to know. Done, Greg, wait. We just went to Alaska last year. We did. did you take a little side trip to Caribou Island? And I do did not. Terrible there. I don't know where Caribou Island is. I imagine like every island in Alaska is Caribou Island. There's probably a million of them. But this person, I don't know what they did, but they did something, and they have questions for them. So it doesn't seem like a warm and inviting. It doesn't seem warm and inviting. No, it does not seem warm and inviting. And I don't know exactly what it is they're after. And I'm I'm nervous about it. Caribou Island is a very secluded uh, Alaskan island. How many bodies it do they find creepy, on Caribou Island? It has a creepy, like, uh, like something out of a horror movie, like wooden shack. Okay, wait a minute now. Here's the problem. I was in Alaska last summer. What if there was things on this Caribou Island, this other guy, this other Gregory, knows all about me. Mm. Be like, oh, he's going to be Alaska at the same time? Bam. Perfect. Likely suspect. Has the name. Put the blame on me. Like, I could be getting framed here. Oh, wow. All right, so I'm looking at this. I'm looking for property on Caribou Island. Is anyone familiar with it? So people are asking for pros and cons. Because um, it's really hard to access. Oh boy. What did Greg Nibbler do on Caribou I didn't Island? do anything. I, I'm not saying it was you, but I'm saying it was Greg Nibbler. I don't like the idea. What did Greg Nibbler do? I don't like the idea of that there's somebody else out there with my name getting away with something. Do like really doing something. getting away with something? I don't know what he's up to. I don't know who this other person is. I mean, this could be like an evil Greg. I mean, because it goes by Gregory, so clearly... I mean, I'm a Gregory officially, if it was like yeah, official thing, yeah. official documents, but You're... I don't go by Gregory. You know, I'm not pretentious here. Nothing wrong with Gregory's if you go by Gregory, but you you know. Um, so <laughs> so what do I, I mean, what do I say here? What, what do I do? How do I respond to this? Should I just ignore it? Oh, you definitely should not ignore it. Because they, they wrote to my Greg at funemploymentradio.com address. So they <gasps> must have Googled me and found me. So that means they could be, they know oh, about me. Oh my God. So they wrote through Fun Employment Radio? Yeah. That's creepy. Yeah. Okay. Which means whoever this is has been looking me up, trying now, to find you, out if I'm the let person. Let me ask you this. Have you looked up who that person is? <sighs> no. No. I mean, it's from an official company. I'm not going to say what company, but um, it's from an official company. Is it from like a property-owning yes. company? Yes. Wait, so maybe you have some like long-lost property that was like gifted to you at some point. Oh, wait a minute. No, you're thinking that maybe I could own this property? Could I pass myself off and be like, oh, yeah, that's my island? 
and then sell it to them and then make the money. That's not illegal at all. Should I show up and be like, "Yes, I'm. Uh, I am. Well, I am. I don't even. Have to, <laughs> don't even I don't have know to why I have to put on an accent. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hello. Hi, ah, my name's Greg. Greg Nimble. No, but I really am. <laughs> so I guess that's not something I would have to. <sighs> um, you should totally write back, and especially. Like, what do I say? But here's the problem, though. What if this guy is up to no good? What if he caused some problems up there? And I don't know. It is Alaska. There's a lot of weird people up there. There's a lot of weird people. That's why you like it so much. It is, but it's also a little bit nerve wracking sometimes. So, what if this person has been. I don't know. I, I keep going to it, but it's Alaska. What if there's bodies they found on Caribou Island and they're trying to pin it on a. On a Greg. I know. I'm looking. I'm trying to find another Greg. You're the only Greg that I found, annoyingly enough. Yeah. You're the only one. There's lots of Greg. The, there's only no, one Greg. No, that's what I mean. This other guy, he's he's a mystery. He doesn't post about much. He doesn't put up many things. You know, there's there's not a whole lot of... Uh, doesn't do a whole lot. Kind of good for me, I guess. Yeah. But he stays under the radar. He stays under the radar, which does also makes me nervous. Mm-hmm. That means he could really get away with stuff because what, who are you going to find? He's a mystery. He's a ghost. This other one. He's up to something, and wow. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. That's a little unnerving. It is unnerving, and I feel like there's there's going to be uh, this could this could end badly for me. Caribou Island. I'm trying to find anything with another Greg Nibbler, and there's nothing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a very odd. I mean, you have such a weird name, anyway. Well, it is strange. Well, I mean, you know, that's it is my real name, but I'm just saying there is whoever this guy is. I don't know what he's up to. I don't know what he's up to. Wow, do you know that a lot of nibblers work in the Department of the Interior? No, I yeah. didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Okay. They do. There's well, lots good. of nibblers in there. Oh, up to no good? Up to no good. No good nibblers. Oh, boy. No good nibblers all over the place. Oh, I don't know about that. Yeah. Okay, well. Well, that is so weird. Have you ever had anybody, like, confuse you for another nibbler before? Never. Never, uh-uh. No, because there's just not. I, they didn't. I, the nibblers I mean, aren't fans. Clearly, of the, if this Germans person, don't like the name Greg, I guess that's what it comes down to. Clearly, if this person has contacted you via Fun Employment Radio, like they can see that they you look don't me live, up. That's what they I mean. Can see you don't live in Alaska. Like you have a Wikipedia page, but they can they see can that I went that. to Alaska. Well, I mean, I guess they could see I visited. that you went there. Yeah. What did you do? I didn't do anything. Did we drive by this Caribou Island when we were driving to um, the the Matanuska Glacier? I don't know. When you and Gavin no, had to like, no run into there. town to get something? Did you guys go and murder somebody? Is that what happened? No, I didn't do anything. I'm innocent. I didn't do anything. I've never been to Caribou Island. That you know that, of. That I know of. I mean, I guess I could have, you and I don't remember. Could've. But I, to, to the best of my recollection, I have never been to Caribou Island. All right? I didn't do anything on that island. I don't know what this other person was up to. I don't know who they are or whatever they did. I don't want any part of it. <laughs> you look like Greg Nibbler of the Caribou Island <laughs> Nibblers. No, I'm not part of them. I don't know who that is. You know, that could be some distant part of my family <laughs> that broke off and decided to go be settlers in Alaska or they are escaping some criminal history. I like. I was trying to put like a positive spin on it. Like, oh, maybe you can make money. By positive, I mean illegal spin on it where you could like sell a property that's not yours. And then Edward in the chat just simply writes... Nothing good ever comes unexpectedly. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. So I don't know what this person did, what they're up to, but I can't even... How do I prove my innocence? Do I just write back and say, I don't know, I'm innocent, I wasn't there, 
Whatever happened on Caribou Island, I have no knowledge of it. And I don't know who this other Greg Nibbler is, but they're an imposter. If you start denying that you were on Caribou Island, they're going to think I'll be like, I was on- in Alaska, but I wasn't anywhere near Caribou Island that I know of. And I didn't do anything there. And whatever read, you found, that's nothing to do with me. So this is a long shot, but I'm looking for Greg Nibbler who lived in, Gregory Nibbler, who lived in Alaska and owned property on Caribou Island. I have questions for you. Oh my gosh. Maybe it's a lost love. I don't know. What if she tracked it? But then she would see your face. Lost love? But I mean, like, if she went to our website, she knows what your face looks like, and she would know that that's not the face that she loves. (laughs) Well, I mean, you know. (sighs) Man, I don't know. (sighs) I don't know what to tell you. I'm saying you should definitely 100% write her back. Okay. What do I say? Just say, um... I might be able to help you. What kind of questions did you have? That's not a lie. What do you want to know? No, but you have to ask. Who's me. asking? Be circumspect. Well, you know who's asking. I'm sure you have her email address. Who told you how to find me? Okay. Who gave you this email address? Like, I put the questioning back on her. Like, spin it around. So if she is trying to get to something. But what you need to do is work this for information. Like, and if you're like being very like stabby no i need to button her down so she backs off you don't need to button her down yeah, that's, that's a horrible way to put it but no that's what i got i have to do because i have to get to the bottom of whether or not this person is is you know trying to get at something whatever this other greg is up to you know i i don't want any part of it i'm innocent i'm an innocent victim here uh it's being asked greg maybe you have a baby greg on caribou island no <laughs> it has been nine months. i don't think so it has been nine months. Greg, what did you do on Caribou <laughs> Island, Greg? Here on the Caribou <laughs> Island. No, no. That is not is the Caribou case. Is Caribou Island like the island of lost Greg children? You mean this person writing? It is a woman that's writing. Maybe that's what she... I've got questions for you. <laughs> I've got questions for you. Why did Can you, you send just, me your medical history for our son? Why did you just love me and leave me? <laughs> why did you leave me so cold alone on Caribou Island? <laughs> Oh, man. Someone might be using my identity. What? Oh, I don't know. This is just bad news all around. It's bad news all around, whatever's happening here. You don't really have anything that anyone would really like to steal. Well, I don't, but they could... Again, bodies. That's all I'm saying. Well, yeah. all right. We'll talk about this here some more. Please send an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com if you have any theories. Um, we need to go to break because our- Okay, but can, can, just really quick, because I, I don't want to dwell on it, but since I did say steal, I do want to say, somebody stole my phone, Greg. Oh, quick side note. Yes, uh, someone, this has nothing to do with the Greg story. Uh, We need to go to break, but yes, of note for everybody listening, Sarah's Sarah's, uh, phone is missing. I'm very sad. And you're very sad about that. I am. Okay. Well, we'll come back to to that. We'll talk about that after after the break, because we've got to go to break. Okay. Okay. So we're going to take a break. We don't have to talk about it anymore. It's not going to help me find it. Okay. But well, I think we should delve into it now. Okay. Um, All right. Let's take a break. We'll be back here in a minute with Helen from Bridgetown Comedy Festival on right here on Fun Employment Radio. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. All right, I feel like we should explain this phone thing a little bit more. Yeah, because I know further. we just talked about it right before we brought Helen in, which Helen's in here right now. Hi. Hi, <laughs> Helen. Hello. All right, Sarah, so were you... I'm very sad. I, I know. It was like, so we went through pretty much the whole show that we had like a half hour of recording, and Sarah fought back the urge to say it, and then she just broke, like broke blurted. down 
like 60 seconds before we went to break, before you came in here. So I feel <laughs> like now we have an intervention kind of thing going. Okay. And Sarah, can you tell us what happened? I went out uh, for just a couple drinks, like modest drinks, like not crazy, like night out at a bar uh, that's in my neighborhood that I don't really frequent because it's kind of a gross bar. But I uh, decided that it was close and I could like go meet my friend for a couple drinks. Anyway, I uh, brought my phone with me. I had it with me when I left the bar, so I thought, got home. Um, I was in my bathroom putting on a face mask, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to put, I'm, I'm going to go check my phone. And I look, and it's not in my purse. So my no. phone's completely gone. I go back to the place. They say they haven't seen it. I've been trying to track it. It's totally gone. I don't know where it is. Like, I'm trying to do, like, the detector thing. <laughs> but I'm just bummed because, like, even when Helen came in, uh, Helen's a new aunt, as am I. And we were going to compare some baby pictures, and I don't have any of my baby pictures because they're all on the goddamn phone that the crackhead stole. Oh, your skin looks amazing, though. <laughs> You're so sweet. So the face mask was oh, worth it. See, and that's, that's long term, you know. <laughs> crackhead can't steal your face. Oh, well, can't. I mean, I guess. I don't know. Well, it's one of those things, too, where you don't realize how much of your life is on your phone. I'm like... Okay, but let me ask you this. Did you have Okay, backup? don't... Wait, what do you mean backup? Did you, did you backup your phone online? Like it... Because like, you have a Google account, right? Your Android? Yeah, I mean, it does that, right? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, it does if you allow it to. I mean, I'm... I think I did. <laughs> okay. Well, then all your pictures should be fine. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. Sorry. I'm a little... It's, it's just throwing me off a little because I okay. keep like checking to make sure that my phone's on silent, especially when we're having a guest. And right. I have no phone to silence. Oh, man. That's rough. It is rough. Thank you. Is, um, Sarah's having a tough day, everybody out there. If you can just Thanks. say a little prayer. Thanks, for, Thanks for that. Sarah. I'm okay. you. <laughs> all right. Well, but something... <laughs> no, we'll figure it out. You know I would freak the hell out if I lost my... I can't go five seconds without my phone, so I'm just making fun of her and it yeah. really wouldn't work. No, he's... Yeah. You're very attached. And you have multiple phones, too. Yeah. He has his phone that he uses for like some sort of work, but really it's his game phone, I think. Shh. No, it's work. It's a work phone. It's a work phone. It's not for anything other than that. I like how he's offered, uh, not even offered to like let me borrow his work phone. Oh, well, I mean, okay, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that, no, I know I don't want you access, having access to all that stuff. I won't go through um, stuff. All right, let's get off of the phones for a minute because we've got something actually exciting to talk about, and that is Bridgetown Comedy Festival. Yes, yes, I'm getting excited, which oh. means I'm getting more and more tired. Oh, I bet. <laughs> yeah, because as it approaches, you barely sleep because you're just sitting there <clears throat> trying to put everything together. Yeah, yeah, right now we're working on the schedule and uh, looking at our performers and putting together shows and getting guests on specialty shows and then booking our stand-up shows, so it's pretty exciting. So, How many comedians total are there that come into town? Like, uh, rough estimate? Roughly, I I think we're looking at about 120, 125. <laughs> that wow. is so many people. In the range of 80 to 90 shows um, throughout. We're five days this year, too. We added Wednesday as an official festival day. That's so. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That is so much to coordinate. <laughs> I know. I was just trying to picture how you even do that. Like, do you just have index cards with people's names and shows and you're like laying them all out and trying to uh, match it up? We have a system. So we have a system with everybody, uh, all the performers and their availability by day. And we can drag them into a show and then it, it keeps track of how many shows a certain performer's on on a certain day so we can look and see. Um, we actually have a report called Performer Sanity Check, which is just like <laughs> a report we run 
run and it says, all right, who is on shows today and yeah. what days and are there multiples and duplicates? And it'll catch duplications because sometimes we're, we're like, how did this person get on two shows at the right. same time? So um, it's it's definitely uh, a big, a big endeavor. And um, I wish we were a little further through it now because everyone at this point is like, OK, where, what are my shows? And I'm just like, you, you have no idea. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. Just, Hold on. Settle down. Yeah. <laughs> Calm it down now. You'll figure it out. So for the specialty shows, um, are, are you also involved with picking the performers for those said specialty shows or are the people who are running it doing those? Yeah. So um, they, the people who are running it give us their suggestions, their you know okay. preferences, which is, is a very similar list for every show. <laughs> um, and then what we do is we see, okay, who of these top folks, do, we spread them out a little bit so that they're not on every show. So every show is different, you mm-hmm. know. You don't have the same group of headliners on each show. And then um, see who we think would be a good fit for that specialty show. So for competitive erotic fan fiction, for instance, we look for people who have really strong writing skills since that's, mm-hmm. you know, more yeah. of a writing thing than an improv thing. So um, so then we kind of approach them and say, if it's not just a stand-up show, you know, would you be interested in doing this? Because for some of those, they need a little prep or, you right. know, if it is an on-the-spot improv show, we want to make sure that they're aware of that and want to do that yeah. and yeah. are, you know, excited about that. And then and then we kind of put it together from there. So um, part of it is us as producers. There's three of us, um, myself, Riley Newton, and Whitney Street. Uh, mostly Andy Wood does a little bit of it too. But really looking at who do we know of um, from our submissions who are, you know, lesser known comics or folks that we're finding from the tape and submission process from across the country of like, oh, this person, you know, has a really good um, political joke. So maybe we'll put them on a political show or something like that. So Wow, that's- that's a cool. lot of research going into putting this together. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but it's also the really fun part, mm. you know, yeah. when we're like, oh, we know we can, like, no one knows about this person yet, but they're perfect for this. So let's try to suggest this. So it's it's really fun. That's got to be fun seeing the show, like, unfold, too, you mm-hmm. know, knowing that you put that together and put the right people in there and just yeah. seeing it work out and the audience love it. And, and the goal is to actually get to see the show. Yeah, <laughs> if you ever do see the show. That's true. I'm seeing more of it now, <laughs> thanks to our wonderful volunteers. Years. Oh yes, which uh, that's so. What a good segue, Helen. <laughs> so that is one of the cool things. Well, though, and it, about it honestly is. The joking aside, like this is a really cool, accessible way to get to see the show. Yeah, and it's how people volunteer. So, could you explain maybe the volunteer process of? Yes. So um, you can go to our website, bridgetowncomedy.com, and there you can see the performers and eventually the shows <laughs> and the schedule. Um, but you can also sign up to volunteer there. And we have um, volunteer shifts that range, I think, you know, they're two to three hour, maybe a couple four hour shifts. And if you sign up for three shifts, um, then you get a free pass to the whole festival for the entire weekend. That's a damn good deal. Which Not is even incredible. a weekend, the five days. The five days. Yes. Like wow. Over half a week long festival. <laughs> mm-hmm. Of all of those different shows. So three different times that you volunteer, then you can you can get that. And there's all kinds of different ways to volunteer, too. Right. So we have hospitality volunteers. They'll kind of help in the green room, carrying water, carrying beer, cleaning up the green room, that kind of stuff. We have uh, door volunteers who work our box office and count to make sure we're you know following capacity laws. Uh, we have runners. We have transportation volunteers. And that's a pretty cool gig because you can, you know, have performers in your car. I mean, mm. one year my sister did it and she had, you know, the uh, 
cast of theme park which is an improv group who will be here this year you know <laughs> you know she showed up in her station wagon someone jumped in the back <laughs> she's just like, like i think i have somebody from tv in the back of my truck <laughs> like escort wagon um but then you know you can sit and chat with folks and um you know i think last year we had almost 200 volunteers and it's just a big big production and we need our volunteers to make it run and they're really great and it's a good way to check out the festival um, if you aren't able to buy a weekend pass. Mm -hmm. And And it is a good way to be involved I mean Mm because it allows you to not only help out but you do get to see some behind the scenes and you get an experience that you know in addition to getting the pass to the festival. Right. Yeah you get the behind the scenes experience of it. Yeah, and um, we have three volunteer coordinators, lead staff, um, Paul, Randy, and Heather, and they're fantastic. I mean, you couldn't ask for better people to work for. So um, in the past, it's been some of us, and we're stressed and just like, ah, get out of here. But <laughs> oh, now, we have really, now we have really nice people <laughs> working with, with them. So if you, if you did it in the past and you're afraid of one of the staff, don't worry. There's new people. <laughs> no, because I love you all. You know, we're friends with uh, you know everybody who does Bridgetown, and it's funny just because I know how much work goes into it and how stressed you guys are so like Greg and I are always kind of like we'll wait for you to say hello because I know that you're running around trying to coordinate about a thousand different things at the same time like you just do your thing we'll just be over here and say hi and then by Saturday I just have a glazed over look (laughs) what are you doing I don't know right now somewhere going somewhere well there's so you don't even have to have a car if you want to volunteer like there's I'm looking at these like hospitality after hours positions if you have your OLCC card you can be an alcohol monitor right right like so many different things so and then you get to actually be the sober person at the after party and see what happens. Oh, <laughs> tell God. Us, tell yeah. us later. <laughs> oh, um, I'd be nervous of that one. Right? Those are those are always the... I do have to say, I look forward to those every year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's always a good time. Well, the best way to do it then is to go to bridgetowncomedy.com and I'm looking here, you just scroll down and there's a volunteer link right there. Yeah, and if you are available multiple times or, you know, a shift is four to six and you don't get off work until five, just... Sign up anyway. Make a note of it. We're, we can be pretty flexible. Um, if, if you want to do pre-festival stuff, there's a lot of... We have a, a beer day every year where I go get a U-Haul and go pick up all the beer from the distributor <laughs> and beer ferry all around the city dropping <laughs> off cases of beer. Oh, wow. Um, you know, we have to stuff the swag bags and stuff and then post-festival um massages <laughs> I guess is what we're just kidding that's not a real shift but maybe it should be <laughs> well go there bridgetowncomedy.com volunteer get to be part of basically a Portland institution at this yeah, point this yeah. and get to see behind the scenes yeah, this is our ninth year. So. Oh, yeah. that's awesome. And plus, you'll get to hang out with Greg and I because we're always there the entire time, too. And yeah, it's so we'll fun. be running around. We'll it's fun bouncing around because it, it's exciting for us, too, because we talk to a lot of comedians, but getting to see up-and-comers or people that we might not have necessarily heard of. Yeah. And getting to see that, it's it's amazing. It's really great. Yeah, and our whole, our whole idea and our plan is to try to find the people who are going to be big in, mm-hmm. in three to five years. So, you know, we had Hannibal Burris like six years ago. We had yeah. mm-hmm. um, Amy Schumer, I think, five years. I can't remember the years. They, right, all, blend, yeah. they all blend together. But <laughs> yeah. I mean, those are some of the folks that, you know, um, I think even two years ago, no, it must have been about four years ago, Janine Garofalo did a set in the back of the bog, you know? So oh, there yeah. were like 15 people that just Because she was here last year, too, right? She was here last mm-hmm. year, but we weren't using the bog. But she, I mean, she just likes to show up and, and, and get on the mic. So, I mean, you can see her walking around when she's here, you know? Uh, that was so, so cool. cool. Like, 18-year-old me who, you know, would wear all of my 
like seventies thrift store dresses and bright red lipstick because I you know clearly wanted to be her in Reality Bites. Right. I, like even when I see her now as a grown woman, I'm just like, oh my god, she's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've never talked to her. I'm just like, I don't even know what to say. Yeah. She she's the best. So um and so we have we have a bunch of performers that I'm really excited to see, and we brought some back that I'm, I'm really excited to see back again. And, and Baron's back this year, right? Yeah. Baron's yeah. back, and Love so um, he's going to be doing two shows for us, I think. He does a New Negroes showcase of up-and-coming nice. black performers, and so... That um, one was great last year, mm-hmm. too. Yeah, yeah. So um, so he, we're working with him to put together a new... Two different shows this year showcasing, and he likes to have people who haven't done it before, so it'll be all new performers. Nice. But, um, that Very cool. So, so, as for the venues and such, is it going to um, is it staying down in Lower Burnside in that area? Mm-hmm. So we're going to go as far south, I believe, as Bunk, and we'll be using Refuge as well. Um, and then at the Doug Fir, the Bossa Nova, um, and we will be doing a, an improv stage over at the Siren Theater, and that'll be the only kind of downtown one that we have. Gotcha. Okay, cool. Uh, but yeah, that's where we'll have some of our improv shows. Um, and um, probably forgetting some, but oh, oh yeah. Revolution Hall. So um, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night, we'll have big shows nice. at Revolution Hall. So, oh, very cool. Uh, Rachel Bloom, um, Ted Leo, and Amy Mann, and then Lance Banks is gonna Lance Banks is gonna do a a, a special show for us too at so Revolution Hall. Are, nice. are uh, Ted Leo and Amy Mann are they just performing? Like he doesn't do. Stand up? No, they, okay. it's it's them and guests. Okay. So they are musicians, but they're very involved in the comedy scene. So they'll kind mm. of bring up their friends that are comedians and kind of do a, a, a bit of a, a variety show. Of okay, them. cool. Because nice. yeah, I yeah. saw them uh, last year during Project Pabst, mm-hmm. and that was yeah. that was last year, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. That was, that was last awesome. Oh my gosh! Well, the lineup it's it, it's so unique, and I'm so so very excited. Yeah. And be a part of the magic. Yeah. So go to uh, BridgetownComedy.com and volunteer. Yeah, yeah, click yeah. on the link right there. Get involved with it. That's that's so cool. Well, Helen, thank you so much for coming in. Oh, thank you for having me. Yay. Helen, All right. It's always magical to see you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's uh, take a break. We'll be back here in a minute with more Fun Employment Radio. All right. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. That was Helen from the Bridgetown Comedy Festival. And if you ever see Helen in person, she's like a fairy come to life. Yeah, that's that's like a good she really is just like uh-huh. a, she's like a little she's this like wonderful little tinkly fairy person. <laughs> <laughs> she's so sweet. Yep, and really good at her job. So very that, good. Helen's great in Bridgetown. It's so much fun. Yeah, I mean, if you listen to the show for you know any number of years, you know we're always involved with it, and it's a really really great fun thing to be a part of. So yeah, uh, I I recommend volunteering. Plus well, three volunteer shifts and you get a free ticket. That's yeah. badass. Well, I mean, there aren't you know like Portland is getting to be a bigger city, but there aren't a lot of like big festivals that aren't music festivals. So it's really it's a special thing that we get to have one of the biggest, mm-hmm. like most respected comedy festivals in the country in our fair city. In For like sure. A, in yeah. like a tiny area of town yeah. where like everything's so accessible. It's really cool. Yeah, it is. BridgetownComedy.com. Go there and volunteer. All right. Um, I've got to do a little bit of ball talk. Okay. I've got some got some poignant, uh, time-sensitive balls that oh, i got to talk about okay. here. Really? Just Well, you know, I had to bring it back down a little bit. Yeah, I'd set the bar too high. Greg needed to lower it. Right. We had to, yeah, we got a little too uh, fancy there for a second. All right. It's quick. Will you stop saying it's quick? I mean, but it's very effective. Very efficient. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. Okay. Here is the deal. What is the deal? Here's the deal. I'm putting my hat around backwards. We're going to wrap for a second. Jesus. We're going to talk about this. You're unbearable today. (laughs) 
That uh, was a joke. I'm kidding. So, here's what's going on. Um, the NBA playoffs are going on right now, and the Portland Trailblazers have been in the news lately, mainly because what's hap- of what's happening with their opponent, and that is the L.A. Clippers, the Los Angeles Clippers, who were a team kind of designed to get a championship. Obviously, every team wants to do that, but they were set up for it with superstars and everything. Here's what happened at their last game, and I didn't get a chance to talk about this yesterday. The Blazers Clippers in the first round of the playoffs, and in Game 4 here in Portland, the L.A. Clippers lost not only their best player in Chris Paul, Chris Paul, who broke his, uh, I thought it was his thumb, but he actually broke his middle finger. Oh, um, really? Yeah, At Chris, the Blazer game? Yeah, Chris Paul, probably the best point guard in the NBA. I think you could, I think you can reasonably say that. He's he's better than Damian Lillard. He's quite that, handsome. His ladies like him too. He's also a really big whiny baby, but he is very, very good. And he is clearly their best player, hands down. Um, like I said, probably top point guard in the NBA. Broke his finger. He is done not only for the season, for the undetermined future, as he has to. He already had surgery on it. He's out. On top of that, during this same game against the Trailblazers, Blake Griffin, their second best player, went down and re-injured his quad muscle. He's out for the rest of the playoffs. Jesus. So in one swoop, the LA Clippers, they're a team that... Their luck is so bad. They were always just the worst team forever. And then finally they got all these good players and they they started making something of themselves. And in one swoop, bam, both of their top players are gone. That's kind of sad. It is, but I don't really care. So the LA Clippers, (laughs) they don't do themselves any favors by being so whiny and unlikable. But I appreciate that as for, for LA Clippers fans, actual longtime Clippers fans, not uh, people who just jumped on the bandwagon. I feel really bad for them too. Mm. That that sucks. But regardless, the Blazers are still playing them. Like finally, our time has arrived. Yep, yep. And so the Blazers are playing them tonight in Game Five. And Blazers are actually because of those injuries. Las Vegas has the Blazers favored in LA to beat the Clippers tonight, which who no one would have thought that would ever happen at the beginning of this series. The problem is this though. I wanna I wanna tip there's been a lot of Blazers fans talking about how if they make it through this, they get to the second round, play Golden State, Steph Curry is out, and then maybe the Blazers have a chance there. Um, this LA Clippers team tonight, they are not going to roll over and die. I it's going to be a lot closer game than people think. They're going think to be gonna playing be scrappy? Yeah, they're going to be playing really hard. Their entire sense of pride is on the line. Every single one of those Clippers players has now been told that they are worthless because those other two guys aren't on their team. Oh, yeah, and nobody likes to be told they're worthless. They've all been told they're worthless. And so they're, they're not going to they're not gonna give up. They're not going to roll over. I wouldn't be surprised if the Blazers do kind of take control, if there's some scrappiness and fighting going on that happens between the teams because they don't really like each other anyway. Mm-hmm. And and yeah, I mean it's it's not done. It's a tied series right now, and they're they're NBA players who may step up. They could win tonight. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not that's that's certainly a very conceivable outcome. Blazers could still lose this series. Nothing's won yet. So I just are people acting as if the yeah won? everybody's acting as if it's already done and they're already looking at Golden State. While Steph Curry's out, well we should be playing them. S- stop it. That's irritating. Stop it. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, yeah, it's being Rick saying, "Don't jinx it, Greg." I'm not jinxing it. I'm being realistic. Uh, I'm just saying it's a jinx, like thinking that you're already going to make it to the second yeah, round. When yeah, you haven't even you haven't won anything. It's a tie. Yet. It's a yeah. best two out of three series right now with whoever this LA Clippers team is going to be, and that's just what it is. Um, yes, they are very unlikable. I really don't. They're they're just full of unlikable players, but they're still NBA players who are, who are really, really good. So we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens there. Uh, so that's happening tonight. And we shall we shall see it. So the Blazers taking on the Clippers. I believe it's 7 p.m. tonight. I think it's a little bit of an earlier than 7.30, okay. 7 p.m. Pacific. You can watch that game. And we'll see what happens. I'll leave that. That's the end of NBA playoffs. There's more stuff we'll talk about tomorrow. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Cornhole! Cornhole! Quite funky. That is right. (laughs) It is time to register your team for the Fun Employment Radio Brewers Cornhole (laughs) Cup, which is happening May 15th. This is the first of four tournaments culminating in a fifth tournament that'll be the championship this tournament is brought to you by worthy brewing and elysian brewing and i'm going to give you the url where you can go register your team of before i do that you only get to register one team of two so it's two people per team there's a whole bunch of explanation of everything that's at this website so if you want any more details it's ten dollars per team oh there's the other one too ten dollars per team five dollars a person basically there no, are no prizes. I just started playing. I have the tiger. Oh, nice. Because I did a Cornell Center with this before. Anyway, uh, there are <laughs> wonderful prizes. $75 for first place, 52nd, 25 third. Lots of great things and gifts and, and uh, all kinds of stuff that's going to be happening here. And even if you don't play Cornell, we've got some side games that are pretty damn fun for everybody. So it's going to be a great day for everyone. To register your team, go now to funemploymentradio.com slash beers. And bags. Beers and bags, the best way to spend the summer. Funemploymentradio.com slash beers and bags. And you can go there. The registration is at the bottom of that page. There's a whole, whole bunch of explanation about the tournament itself, about what's going on with that. Beers and bags. Funemploymentradio.com slash beers and bags. It's, it's first come, first serve for this. So register now. Uh, get your team in there. And if you have any questions that aren't answered on that page, there's a lot of information on there. But if you have any questions that aren't answered, uh, just send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. I'll be happy to answer anything you've got. And we will go from there. May 15th. It's going to be so much fun. Big thank you to Worthy Brewing. Big thank you to Elysian Brewing. Funemploymentradio.com slash beers and bags. Register now. Greg, I am inspired. That was really awesome. Sweet. I want to register, and we're putting it on. We <laughs> <laughs> some good, it's good live reading. You did some good live reading, Greg. Good live reading. Real good live reading. <sighs> All right, Sweet. there it is. Oh, I'm kind of excited. It's going to be fun. It's happening. It's, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be the summer of Fun Employment Radio. Between that, with all those, and then our listener party coming up, we're just going to yeah. be jam-packed. Yeah, lots of fun stuff happening. So all right there, funemploymentradio.com slash beers and bags. All right, thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. Big thank you to Helen uh, for coming down here from bridgetowncomedy.com. So that's where you can go and volunteer. And I'm not joking, dude. If volunteering for three shifts and you get a free five-day pass, that's wor- that's money in the bank. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. 
So go there, and you'll probably want to volunteer more anyway because it's really, it's really, really fun. Uh, and coming up later today on the Fun Employment Radio Network will be. Geek in the City Radio. Geek in the City. Geek in the City. Radio. Right here on the Fun Employment Radio. And I said, ha! Sit ha! Okay, that's enough. Um, boy, I think I've thanked and, and said everything. Oh, by the way, yeah, if, for other Greg Nibbler out there, if you are listening and you have committed some terrible crime, you need to come forward and admit it. And but say you, what you've done. But if you didn't commit a terrible crime and you have property for sale that you might want this to Greg transfer Nibbler, to another Greg Nibbler, it'd be really easy to have the riches. The paperwork would be very simple. That would be very nice. And of you. you could just sign that over to me and I'll be the owner of Caribou Island. But you have to keep the Caribou Island baby Nibbler. Wait, what? The, the, we were talking about how maybe, uh, you know, we, you were in Alaska nine months ago. Oh, that I have children running around on there? Yes. Mm. The Island of Misfit Nibblers. <laughs> You're on the Island of Misfit Nibblers. <laughs> no, that's no such thing. I've never been to Caribou Island. Unless there's uh-huh. something good there for me. All right, thank you so much, everyone. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Welcome, bye, friends. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.